from Shrooms to Skyrim. From Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. From this is from Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. This is episode. I don't even know. I want to say 126. I think 126 is, one, is the is, other is, one. It's 126 and 127. And okay. you know, it's some shows of Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. The show neither about shows nor about Skyrim. Those are just the motherfucking parameters. Episode 126 or 127. It might be 127. I feel like I feel like we use 126. Nope. This episode is brought to you by Sandbar, Coconut Grove. 3064 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133, Home of the Fish Taco, Happy Hour, Monday to Friday, 3 to 7, Taco Tuesdays, Tacos Half Off, Sandbar, Coconut Grove. This episode also brought to you by The Last Carrot at 3133 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays from 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Family owned since 1975, your go-to place for fresh, wholesome eats. The last from, carrot. From, 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 from shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. How you doing, buddy? I am good, amigo. Como estas? BNE2. I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, happy Andor. Ho- happy holidays. Andor, just and, and all that. beautiful ending. And we're going to talk about Black Adam. Let's talk about the holidays here real quick. What did you do for your holidays? Nothing. You didn't do anything for the holidays? No. I got I got I got no I got no family down here. Oh man. That hurts my feelings. No, nah, it it was cool. I um dude, I, was, I I spent a good deal of the day in bed and I played video games. <laughs> What did you have for dinner? And I, I worked out. Uh, I don't know. Some random leftovers I had in my fridge. Okay. Um. What well, about you? I, I spent the day on a farm uh, with my uh, in-laws, and that was fun. Um, and... All the kids played, and the adults uh, made phenomenal food. It's very different for me uh, when I have like Thanksgiving with my in-laws as opposed to having like Thanksgiving with my family. Like my family does, like their Thanksgiving is like a pre-Christmas, right? It's all like Spanish food, you know, rice, black beans, ham, you know really dry turkey because we haven't figured out in the 50 years we've been in this country how to make turkey yet um (laughs) and and no you know no sweet potato casserole no stuffing you know no mac and cheese none of that right like that's that's but and dinner's late right like we eat a late dinner right for thanksgiving and when i say we i mean my side of the family uh, my wife's side of the family has, like, their Thanksgiving at, like, 3 o'clock. And I actually, at first, I thought it was weird. But now I kind of like it. Because it gives you ample time to go in for seconds and thirds. 
Okay. It, it, it's like you're supposed to do Thanksgiving early afternoon. And and, and they nap they it have off. the best, dude. It's all it's all of the like, you know, mac and cheese, stuffing, gravy, you know, uh my my wife's uncle, I guess he's my uncle as well now, um, made like five different pies. And then there was like an a Dutch apple pie, or no, uh, uh, an apple pie that was brought over um, as well, um, and like a pumpkin pie, and there was just all you know, cranberry, like actual cranberry sauce made from actual cranberries that had been jammed. Like it was so good, dude. It was it was so so good. Um, you know what? And uh, like we had fun. We like uh, like five o'clock in the morning, Thanksgiving Day. I had, I had some uh, Jamaican patties from Seven Eleven. You know, you, you got you gotta you get that Seven Eleven food in the morning when it's fresh, and it's fucking fire. I, I can't eat Seven Eleven food at this age. I mean, I, I I there have been times where I have done it, but it's it's very bad for me. Ad- admittedly. Uh, a lot of Seven Eleven food is pretty inedible, no matter what time of day. Yeah. But yeah. for me, I can actually do their burgers, their empanadas, and their Jamaican patties. Yeah. Yo, a Seven Eleven burger is fucking like three dollars and forty nine cents. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know, you know, forget about going to a restaurant and spending fucking thirteen dollars <laughs> on a burger. Forget about it. You could go to Seven Eleven and get three fucking burgers. <laughs> uh, you get four for like ten dollars and some change. None. I started doing math in my head, but then I was like, no. Then <laughs> cut then, that out. Then I stopped. No, it wasn't even like cut that out. It was like, it was like you know when you try to start something and it's like you know it starts sparking and smoking. Like now you just gotta turn it back off and get you know what I'm saying. Did you did you wake up early and do any like Black Friday shopping? No, no. I, I everything I, is done online now. I'm not. I, I'm not I, I did. I did that. get to see Pusha T this weekend. Pusha T. That was fun. Nice. I feel like I should know who that is, but I don't. He he signed the. Oh, uh, the the bottle, the Coke bottle, the Diet Coke bottle. That's right. Wait, wait. No, I'm not. So, um, did he remember you? <laughs> did he remember you, Matt? No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't talk to him personally this time. I was kind of oh. busy, um, actually working. <laughs> actually doing my job no but i i but i like i like like i i i could have asked but i I don't i don't like him imposing all the time for like special favors that's nice that's nice that's so mature of you because i would have been right in his face hey man remember me you said my dirty coke bottle that time you were here because i you know he's grammy nominated album of the year i don't know if the grammy yeah i don't know that i don't know that um it's almost dry that's the name of the album? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Yeah, hell yeah. Album of the fucking year. 
<laughs> You're Your a fan. Diet that's why Coke, that's a joke, right? Um, it's a joke. But yeah, I, 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 did, I, I did get to see him perform. It was pretty dope. Nice. Then we, we got our Basil coming up this week. So you know how, oh, my, uh, you, know how you know how Miami gets. Our Basil. You're gonna hear that about a hundred and fifty thousand times. People who say it wrong. But yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I didn't do like any Black Friday. I haven't even done like Cyber Monday shopping. I just kind of been, I don't know. I I, I kind of been out of it the past the past few days. Yeah, I feel you. I'm, I'm, my life is a slowly steady stream of being like just out of it but my life in it, be like, Ooh, <laughs> like the days are blending together you gotta wake up early in the morning to feed the baby it's it's the only time my wife gets a break it's a lot right now dude it's a lot yo you know what i did today that i haven't done do in today? a really long time what was that i i was drinking water and i i laughed so hard i couldn't stop myself and i literally spit the water out everywhere i was wow. watching I was what were watching you laughing at impractical jokers That'll do it. It'll do it. Those guys are I, funny. I, I think I was watching the one where like Sal was like a, he they he was a he was a tailor, and the guy came in and you know that you know they got the the earpiece in the air they got to do and say whatever they tell him to do, and the guy that came in he never been to a tailor before and they he he went to try something on, and they're like follow him in the dressing room. <laughs> and then Sal he goes in the dressing room and then they're like close the door close the door <laughs> he closes the door and then he <laughs> and the guy is like not protesting and, and then um and then they told him see how many double entendres you can get in <laughs> before he kicks you out the dressing room and they, they had a counter going he got like 14 double entendres really before he got kicked out of the dressing room no he left but it was, it, it was really funny but yeah, um, you want to talk about Andor? Let's talk about Andor, that fucking season finale. Let's talk about that season finale. Let's talk about that whole show um, closing out that way. Um, one of the main things that I really enjoyed about the entire season is that you felt like you felt like you were part. You were you were finding out how to become part of the rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was almost like you were in it with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and... it's not like you're going into it and, like, there's these already pre-established factions that are already up and going. There are those factions that are up and going, but you're seeing how how one person but, but the, would the, get involved in it. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's very, it's not... Or, or very organized, and it's not a big collaborative effort at this point. Correct, correct. Um, and we were talking. We we we've been talking about how it's kept you. It you know, especially when he goes into the prison, which we can get into here in just a minute. Uh, but when he goes into the prison, how every scene he almost feels like he's on edge, right? Like this is you know he's about to just like burst out of his skin and then he goes back to Ferrix, right he could he could escape right he's got the money right he doesn't have to go back to Ferrix, but he goes back to Ferrix to see 
his mother's burial. Yeah. Right. And everything that had been building up all culminates at one time. And he's got to make the decision, right? And he knows who he is at this point. He's going to save, he's, he's there to see his mother. He's going to save the girl. He's going to get his friends out, right? And he's putting it all together, right? And he, he figures out how to do it all in real time, right? Because he doesn't know that, that uh, Luthen's going to show up. Dude, right? that, that, last, Kate, that last episode was such a good demonstration of organized chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the middle of all of this, right, all of this tension is going on, right? We know what, what's about to happen, right? Um, you have Cyril showing up, right? And you have the <laughs> uh, ISB agent that you know, he's... I, I, like, uh, I, I like how it ended with, with Cyril and Shorty. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought for sure they were going to get it on in that closet <laughs> wherever they were at. I thought for sure that was going to happen. Um but uh like Cyril's definitely the power bottom. Yes. 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 For sure. For sure. Yo, but um, how about there's the, rumors how, how about rumors the death that's troopers? his sister? That there's rumors that's his sister. Oh, no, that, that's I don't know. It's too far fetched. I, I I I think so too. But um, just throwing it out there. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. That that's just a. a I mean, a I theory. could see something like that just because this uh this yet unnamed uncle that his mom keeps name dropping. Like we don't know who the uncle is. If that's gonna be like some surprise connection, we'll see. Um, yo, how about the fucking the death troopers? That accompanied uh, her to yeah. barracks. Yeah. How about, no. <laughs> How about the marching band scene? Yo, How that, great was that, that was, bro? Yeah. How great was that? How, how the, emotionally the charged up, were the you? The build up, it was, the build it, was, up. It, was, it, was it was incredible. <laughs> And then they kick over the fucking droid. Yo, when uh, <laughs> I, I forget his name, but I just call him Big Man now too. When when he uh, fucking hit Buddy over the head with her with her with, uh, with, her, with her funeral with stone. Her funeral break. He, he yo, he was just fucking <laughs> slinging that shit. He 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 was like he was like a motherfucking coke dealer. He was just slinging bricks, <laughs> dude. He, he fucking slinging. I, I think he got like three or four people with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. um, it, bro. And then, you know, dude. So supposedly there's a you, the time jump to season two years. is is a, is a year. I'm not, I heard, I heard it was a year. So okay, I okay. So I think you're correct. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be arcs in season two. Okay. And it's initially going to be a like, year, and then it's going to go to five years like that? Yeah, exactly. So it'll start off as at a year, right? It'll be a two- or three-story arc. That'll be a year. Then another two- or three-story arc. That'll be another year. You know what I'm saying? And then you do it like that until you I, get to five. I was just going to say, I, I'm I'm excited to see since there's, since his uh, you know Bix and company were able to escape, presumably. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited. Cause we don't see them in uh, Rogue One. No, Rogue One. 
So as far as his personal life, you know, Cassian Andor dies in Rogue One. Um, I'm kind I'm kind of curious to see where they end up, and also, it are we is he gonna find his sister in season two? Cause remember, you remember that's how this shit kicked off. Well, not only is that how it kicked off, it's also Marva told him you need to stop looking for her. Like it was one of the things that like Marva was one of the last fights that they had involved that where she was like, you have to stop looking for her. You have to let that go. Like, um, one of the really cool things I don't, oh, so like, I don't want to get like too geeky, but I'll, I'll get geeky here for you for a second. You know how, like the whole time I've been saying, like one of the things that I love about the show is that like, get geeky, it, be a just, fucking geek monster. It's, it's a, I mean, everybody's been saying it, right. But like, it's one of the things that I also love about it is that I feel like it's a true sci-fi show in the sense that like, there are no it's it's just sci-fi it's not like fantasy sci-fi right there's no there's no jedi there's no sith this is this is like about an empire and a corporation oppressing people like that happens Word. every day on our world this just takes place you know a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away right um but one of the things i couldn't help but think was like in the background of everything that's happening in everybody's life and everything that is about to happen, right? Everything that we know that is about to be kicked off on Ferrix, right? The spark of the rebellion, right? The fire of the rebellion, right? Is taking place right there. And you know that in the background, what's making it all happen is that like the force is guiding this entire thing. Like, this has to happen so that this has to happen so that these events can happen so that this event can happen so that all of these events can finally... Because Cassian needs to become who Cassian needs to become so that he can help Jin uh, Ursa steal the plans for the Death Star, who then give it to Leia. You know, like, the series of events that get kicked off, right, right, because of this, right? And you know... You know. you know, as a viewer, that that the reason why all of this is happening, right, is because of the Force. Even though the character of Cassian Andor probably has no idea what a Jedi is. And probably has never been told what a Jedi was, right? Jedi are kind of myth at this point, you know? Um, and not everybody knows about them, but this whole other thing is happening in the background that has to do with like this much bigger picture, right? And I just think I I think it's beautiful the way that that plays into all of it. Like I got all choked up while I was watching because I was thinking like all of this is happening, all of this is leading to the events that eventually will happen that will kick off, you know, a new hope, right? And I just thought it was really awesome. I just thought the the whole thing has been a really wonderful experience to watch. It's been my favorite thing. That's I'm, and again, I love the Mandalorian. I really do. Um, and the Mandalorian is is held number one in my heart for a while. But I think this is better than Kenobi. This is better than than the Mandal. The way better than Boba Fett. Um, you know, this is this is really awesome sci-fi. You know, really great storytelling. Um, and just something that as a Star Wars fan, I'm like super happy that it's a part of, it's a part of the lore now. Word. 
that's what I had to say about that. Well, I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah, man. And, 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 what did you think? I fucking loved it. Yo, how about that fucking post credit scene with the Death Star? So he's building the thing that's going to kill him. Yo, but just <laughs> visually. Sick. It was a sick shot. Yo. It was a sick shot because they had it separated. And like how it started stages. zoomed in with yeah. those spider-like droids. And you see you see them scuttling around. And then you notice, you recognize that shape of what they were assembling at the prison. Right. And then. I, I had a feeling it had to do something with a Death Star. I didn't. I had no feeling. And then I, as I it zooms out, yo, just, yo, that shot was so fucking sick. I love I loved the separation of it. I loved how they showed it in like stages. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. It's, they're going to, as they're going to put it all together. You know, it's really cool um the show has been phenomenal man um season two surprisingly though has no returning directors from season one and that's that's gonna be interesting um you know we'll see what happens the mandalorian has had Yo, a lot of either way motherfucking directors tony gilroy okay yeah killed it that's that motherfucking guy Whatever his position is, it needs to be motherfucking elevated. I think I think he's done. He was he was on the the Mark Marin podcast talking about this, and uh, he said, you know, that this has been like five years of his life, um, and you know he's a writer, you know, and this is a he said it, that you know it's five years or something that he's really been working. You know, by the time they're done shooting next season. You know, um, it'll be five years and he kind of wants and, and that's not including, you know, the time that he spent on Rogue One. Um, he As a writer, he said he kind of wants to move on. But I mean, listen, at the end of the day, money talks and bullshit walks. You know that, right? So like if Disney throws him, you know, if Star Wars or if Lucasfilms throws him money, you know, uh, and gives him creative control of something, you know, then maybe, maybe he sticks around. But I mean, what are you going to do? You can't can't really do andor <laughs> so we already we already know what's gonna happen um a series about Donnie i mean Yen's you character. could do andor and or that was well it. it was a bad plan the the two Yo. characters in rogue one donnie Yen's character and the other dude that has like the machine gun thing that's his boy oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You could do a TV series about that. Would be those dudes would be interesting to see. Like, essentially, you could plot out a series of yeah. how everybody ends up. But in like, Rogue that's not gonna like, have a, that's not gonna have a big budget right off the bat because Donnie Yen is like is an A list international actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, yeah. speaking of six shots, the opening shot of every episode, the Andor logo, is ridiculous. Dude. Just start out with uh, the music, the screen of stars. And the light, the logo, the symbol, super sick, super sick shot. It, I, yeah. I, I, it, I got a, uh, I got high for it like every single time I saw it. Like it really just set the tone immediately. It does. It does. Um, again, I, I, you know, I told you a couple of weeks ago that, um, 
one of my favorite things about the show was the the soundtrack you know and that included yeah. you know the the opening of it you know it's just everything about this show has been really I know that it sounds it sounds like I'm biased because I'm a Star Wars fan, you know, um, and I don't want it to Are come you? across that way, you know that. But like I'm a science fiction fan, and this is this is some of the best science fiction I've ever seen. Really, you that's know? surprising. What? I never got that vibe from you. That's that I was a Star yet. Wars fan. <laughs> nah, nah, never, never picked that up. Never picked that up. Wow, you you really been playing those cards close to your chest this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, we were looking at uh, Disney hotels to stay at, right? And, uh, you know, so we're thinking about taking the family on vacation for 2024 and, uh, like, staying at, like, one of the resort hotels, though. So, you know, that's, like, real money, right? Like, that's not, like, you know, $100 a night or whatever. And uh, I typed in the Star Wars one that they have, the Star Wars hotel. It's like you got to take, I think you're going to only do two nights, right? And it's six grand, bro. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> no, we're good. I love Star Wars, but I don't love Star Wars that much, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not spending $6,000 to stay in no fucking Star Wars hotel and fucking LARP. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that reminds me, one of the, another, cool the defining aspect of andor Mm -hmm. was the uh side storyline of the mon mothma household oh yeah and ingenious move by her oh yeah at at at, at the end when she knew the driver was listening talk about her husband Uh gambling But just throughout the entirety of the show, um, just with uh, the pacing, when they would choose to show that alongside what was going on with Cassie and Andor, like the timing they would choose to break away from Ferrix or wherever he was. And, and, And then that was its own separate thing, but and then to tie that in, with Luthen and it, you know, like her cousin, her cousin right, is the right. one that leads the 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 heist, and um, yeah. dude, like Andor from every angle was just really, really well done, through and through. It was man, it was it. Uh, that whole thing was also really cool to watch because. You're getting so many different like the show is called Andor and he's obviously the main character that you're supposed to care about the most, right? But the show is bringing you like all the little bits of how it takes to for the rebellion to come together, you know what I'm saying? On, like, on the, every, every level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like from from Ma from her Mon Mothra, right? Is that correct? Mon Mothma. Mothra. Mothma, that's it. Mothma, I have a problem saying that. Mon Mothma, okay, uh, to Luthen, to Cassian, to Saul Guerrero, right? It's all these people are independent from one another, right? But it's this, and then, you know, while well, Luthen is the key that holds everything together, but he's putting all of these people in places, 
right? The guy, the ISB agent that he had, he was willing to sacrifice 30 people and Krieger, right? Uh, for <laughs> to make sure that, you know, this ISB, they, they had a position within the ISB where they felt comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Gathering information. It, there's a, it's, it's been an extremely well-written show. Like every, everything has hit on every level as far as I'm concerned. This show is the motherfucking shit. Ten wipes. Ten wipes. Yes. Now. Now it's my turn to discuss Black Adam. Bladam. <laughs> okay. So, at first, I thought the movie sucked. I thought, like, flat out, I'm like, this movie sucks. Yo, like, 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 like seeing the flashback to, to Kondok was super underwhelming, right? Right off the bat. It was horrible. Just horrible. I couldn't yeah, get I past that. I told you. I couldn't get past that. I, and, I literally and, couldn't and, get past and that. And the, the on-screen depiction of Eternium? Uh, it was just stupid. Super, 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 like super fucking basic, right? I I, I couldn't. I, I could So at first I thought it sucked, right? And then, like, as I was watching it, I was like, okay, here's the thing. So many problems with, like, the back and forth. Like, he's over by his throne. He's back over by the city. He's over by his throne. He's over back over by the city, right? And characters are just somehow following him back and forth, almost moving at the same rate that he's moving Right. And you're like, there's no way that like that's possible. Like hours would have passed like that was six miles that way. And he flew over there and now you're over there, too, like <laughs> like in a city where there's a fight going on. So I just felt like. The other thing is, is like, who the fuck is the Justice Society to show up and tell that like they were wrong? Like from the get go. Right. I, why is Waller involved? Why do? Why is she being forced? I just I think it's a bad character, and I feel like she's being forced, and it, she doesn't make sense anymore. She doesn't even control the Suicide Squad now. She's running the Justice Society. Yeah, it, it's, it's like the the Waller and the the DC animated shows, like okay, is fucking. So it's funny that you said that. Go ahead, finish what you were gonna say. You brought up the animated show, so it's, go ahead and finish what you were saying. It's ten times better. It's, it's like, you know, like like the the Waller. Like every time we see Waller on screen, it gets worse and worse. It makes less and less sense. Yeah. Through every single appearance, and it's it's not it's not um. I forget the actress's name. Who's ever doing her? Like she's yeah, it's, she's, it's she's not still her. killing it's just, it as well. It's, 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 it's how they're using her. Yeah, it's just not set up properly. So, okay, but it's funny that you bring up the DC animation part, right? Because about twenty minutes before the movie ended, I had a shift of perspective. Okay, first of all, the fighting with Sabak. Okay, it looked like something out of Injustice. 
Okay, I wasn't impressed by the special effects at <laughs> all. Injustice, the video game. Yeah, I wasn't impressed by the special <laughs> effects at all. I really wasn't. Um, I was like, "What in the hell?" Um, but and it was it was like like that was that was a cool fight, but it's it's like one of those things where it's. And like the whole thing, like just with the the like everything was there as a given, you know what I'm saying? It's like the villain's motivation was just a given. You like it's not really uh put on display. So, and then like the the devil, you know, like there's there's so many things that were just like like so, like this this movie. It was I feel like it was a solid foundation, but it's rough around the edges, like very rough, like a mess. But still good, but it's a fucking mess. It, I could see why it it under. It, I mean, you know, it underperformed at the box office. Let's be honest, right? I don't think it's made a five hundred million dollars. I don't know. Um, I, th- I thought it was doing pretty good. Nah, I, I, mean, I mean, I know it was out for like I three could, weeks, and look. then and then I seen Black Panther did what that movie did in three weeks in one yeah. weekend. Uh, hold on one second. I don't know. I thought I, I thought it was doing pretty good. Um, but like, do uh, but what happened with three hundred and seventy eight million? Um, what happened was for me, where there was kind of a switch where I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna shit on this movie and give it an F. I'm gonna give it a C, okay? Because one element that it very much did have was I felt like I was watching something out of the animated show. Like dialogue wise, you know what I'm saying? And like story wise, it felt very much like, you know how, you know how sometimes you, you, the, the story for the dialogue for an animated, one of DC animated films isn't always the best, but the overall story is pretty cool. So you're like, Oh yeah, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you liked it, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's what I felt about this. There, there were there were things that I think were like really focused on and done really well, and then there were things like, I and I felt like this is where, you know, the rocks, they used a lot of the budget on that super speed influence came into play was because he was you know with his physique and everything I have to feel he was very concerned about the action aspect standing up. Which well, like the like the the fight, like the the action felt very brutal and very real. You know, like his yes his bats with Hawkman. You know the the I, his uh, skirmish with the military. I just don't understand what the Justice League of Society the, was doing there. Like I ju- or the Justice Society, whatever was doing there. Like I just, it, it's it was like so they 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 sort of addressed that. It like it got addressed, but it was like too little, too late when they were like, "Oh, we know." the real story like what really happened but it's like the the way they went about it it was like okay we're gonna set this up for conflict it was like the conflict Time was out. Time out. you know the real story of something that happened five thousand years ago but the real story of the people living there right now living under inner gang isn't more of a threat for you to get involved in until this guy shows up yeah it's like there's like Plot wise, it was very forced. Just, it, and and why did Waller send you? Like, 
I I just had a hard time with it, man. I had a hard time um, with it. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't think it was great. Um, as far as Waller's thing thing was, it was at the very end the post credit with Superman, right? Um, so, I what do you think is gonna happen here? Well. The Rock being The Rock, you know, he definitely wants to move forward as an anti-hero, which is like an end thing right now. Uh, By the way, he looked old. Well, I mean, and you know, his character was kind of old. He was already... Right, I know, but he looked old. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's only going to be able to keep doing this for, you know, for so much longer. I mean, he's he's what, he's in his 50s now? I don't know. I don't know. I felt like he. It felt like he looked old. Hey, but hey, but how how about Crack Rock, aka uh, the Rock said on Skinny Body. Oh, dude, did you like that? It's right? Very weird. I liked it. It's very weird. Get it though, Crack Rock. Yeah, I, I got you. Yo, so when Waller's drone, when they're having the when he's having the dialogue with the projection of Waller. Hmm. Waller says something about um I know he's fifty. I know people from other worlds or this world or some shit. She says something and it's right. like it's it's supposed to be like a part of a clever back and forth. Something to do with like, you know, some, some people from not from this world. But it it was like weird and like doesn't make complete sense. But then the user the, doesn't the, make complete the, sense. The, the, they don't have a cohesive universe. Yeah, that. So you like with DC, you just can't even think about stuff like that. They don't even have a cohesive universe. We don't even know because you just you just can't. But I I did one of the things I did like in, in regards to the Waller character when because like this like this felt authentic when she was like, all right, like we're gonna leave you alone, but conduct is your prison like we're not gonna interfere with you just like stay within the borders of conduct right and like that like that 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 had that felt authentic to me i i I like that okay and that's um, fine and then like superman like the the postcards were saying but yeah like the, the movie was good but as soon as you start to look closely at it and pull on threads like things really come Dude, unraveled. But, I gotta say, man, but, like, but that that's been true of almost every DC how, show. How did how did Indiana Jones and like the eighties and uh, a movie like Stargate? Okay, in oh, Stargate. the early nineties, you know, so you've seen Stargate, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, how did those give you like really cool Egyptian like vibes and feels, right? Like you you were looking at that, you're like, oh, okay, like this looks like you know a- this could be ancient Egypt, you know, like you like these movies have been absolute. Like even Moon Knight did a very bad representation of like giving a and Wonder Woman was horrible. And no, like, I, I, just, I, I think Moon Knight was pretty good. It was Wonder Woman's that's bad. Uh Moon Knights was okay at best. Moon Knights is better than what we got in this one with conduct or whatever. Like, th- like that's supposed to be kind of like Mesopotamia, e- you know, Egypt. That like 
the Crescent Valley area, right? And like it just looked weak. Like it just looked bad. Like it it the, you know what I'm the, I, I, I'm, the, I'm sorry. The thing, just like, the thing I, I about the production value was there for that. You 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 know how we live in this age of it's like the age of propaganda. Mm-hmm. And like the cool thing to do right now is to shit on the MCU, aka the MCU. And everyone loves to say how Marvel fell off after Endgame and Phase Four fucking sucks. Okay, great. D- this is something I literally heard said in person. All right, like this is not like a comment, although I'm sure. Okay. Someone say, "Yo, Black Adam is what a superhero movie supposed to be." I could watch it. I didn't have to worry about. Uh, I didn't have to worry about them turning Black Adam into a girl. Or two guys or two girls kissing. Like almost word for word. And 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 and, what, and I what and Marvel I, movie is that something that the, the and that I've, have to I've, worry I've, about? I've, I've I've heard that sentiment repeated about Black Adam multiple times. And and all all these all like and I I'll still say Black Adam is a real a really good movie. Overall, even though it has like several glaring errors, but it's like twenty dollars to watch that movie, and I think Dwayne Johnson owes me twenty five. <laughs> I, I I I think that was some of the best acting of his career, and I say that because a lot of the times he had no lines; he just slowly flew through the air and didn't say anything. Stay See, silent. I think he's a great actor. But um, he's he's had some roles that he's been really good in. Yo, it's like when like things that people have said about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, about Thor: Love and Thunder, about Miss Marvel, about She Hulk. Okay, it's a it's a double standard because you don't you don't hear that being spread around about Black Adam. It's it's like a gigantic. I could double care standard. less. At the end of the day. DC still hasn't provided me the closest they've come to a to the, the what the only time that they've actually wowed the shit out of me was Justice League Snyderverse, which was even a copy that they weren't even going to release. I uh, know that was I'm, the only I'm, time I'm, they've wowed. I'm just me. like I'm just like taking the temperature of like. Uh, I thought Aquaman was decent. I think Jason Momoa carries that whole movie because he the, just he's such a he's he's got a lot of well, charisma. You, well, you you want to talk about letdowns? I was reminded because it, uh, it came on TV the other day. Birds of Prey was oh, a, that's a letdown. A, a tra- not a letdown was a goddamn fucking travesty. Yeah, of yeah. the highest degree or the yeah. lowest degree, a goddamn fucking uh, travesty. And yo, like you know. Probably Peacemaker is the best thing to come out of DC. Everything else is like barely. I didn't even really like the James Gunn Suicide Squad. I thought it was like all right. I was like, okay, like it. It was. It was all right. You know, it had like everything has barely skated. Everything else has barely skated by on a few redeeming qualities. Peacemaker was pretty good. Peacemaker was really good, but Peacemaker was really good because John Zena was really good. So, so right now, two former WWE superstars are the 
fucking shouldering the entire uh, DCU on their fucking backs. I, that and, and it, that and nobody, the fucking and form, knows, that and, and the fucking knows. former uh, star of the Twilight movies. Who? To Robert Pattinson. Oh well. Oh my God. That's right, because he's Batman. <laughs> I heard they're making, they're trying to make a Clayface horror movie, but nobody knows what anything is really going to happen. I would watch there. that in an instant. I would too. I think that's one of the better uh, uh, villains that he's had. If I'm not mistaken, I think Clayface was only a villain in the animated cartoon, is where he made his debut. Um, and he, he it's was a one great of my character. Faves. What? He was one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a great character. Um, and I, I think it would be a cool ass movie, but I think it's a hard character to do because I mean, you know, you know what he looks like unless you, I, I mean, it, it would be interesting. However they, they do that. It would be interesting, but I, I, nobody knows what's going to happen with DC. Nobody knows what's going to happen with DC because James Gunn is still under contract with Marvel and he will be up until Guardians of the Galaxy gets Guardians of the Galaxy 3 gets released by the way Guardians the of the special? Galaxy 3 you look like you wanted to say Guardians of Galactica Yeah did you did you watch the holiday special No I watched I'm going to watch it Okay we can, Damn we, it. I, I wish I would have watched it so we could talk about it I'm I'm gonna watch, I only I'm watched watch it cuz I thought week. we I thought for sure you would have watched it Yo, like I told you I've been out of it the past couple of days the time just yeah. got away from me I I made time to watch the finale of Andor before I did anything else. Well, that, um, that's all you needed. That's all you really needed. I, I knew how you felt about that. Look, I'm going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special very, very soon. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. Because okay. I've already started to see like some spoilers start float to the surface. So I want to watch it ASAP. Uh, yeah. I and, almost and, just ruined a whole major plot. for. I mean, like it, it's not ruined because like it, you know, like right off the 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 break, but then but then next week for sure, I uh, talking about Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I want to do our our phase MCU. four recap. Yeah. That's yeah, great because like, I've just, actually just, I've actually been looking into like the movies and like uh, the shows and uh, let's let's sit down and do that. Yeah, because. And, you know, we had an hour already, forty six minutes. Oh, damn! Because like, in, in spite of what, uh, you know, like I got to the point where I just I I don't even look into stuff in the internet no more because it's mildly annoying. Mm-hmm. So, but in spite of what you know, uh, people are saying, I have highly enjoyed Phase Four, and it's been many many high points for me. I have think I think they missed on a lot, and I think that there were things that were a surprise hit for me. Um, I I still think I I still think one of the best things to come out was Miss Marvel. it's like really the, well done. It's like the things they missed on. It's it's like it's Thor: like, Love and Thunder was a miss, man. Like that was a big nah. mismanagement of the character. Like it was nah. a big mismanagement of the character. Like it was. Nah. I'm sorry, but it was. we have the disagreement when it came out. I don't remember us disagreeing uh, about this. We we did have a disagreement about this. You thought it was a great movie, and I thought it was like a C at best. And I just I and we even had this whole conversation with um uh, with Marvel when he was on the show because uh, we did the Thor uh one with him, 
and he was trying to tell me it was great. And even with him, I was like, no, I disagree. I, I, I think I, I, as much as I love Thor Ragnarok, like, I think that that might be just a little bit better of a movie than Thor Dark World. Maybe. <laughs> the porno version, Thor Vagincock. Okay. Um, I, I was, I was not, I, that was a low point for me. Um, and especially cause I had such high hopes for the Thor movie. Thor gag um, on cock. Mm, That's the one. Instead of Ragnarok gag on cock. Uh, okay. I got you. That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi. Oh yeah. Was. It's still so much fun to watch. It's still so much fun to watch, even though that actor, like in real life, is a little annoying. <laughs> but whatever, he's a young guy. He's doing his thing. He's just a little annoying to me. But uh, he kills it in that movie, and that's all I care about. I mean, you know. Um, and the only reason I haven't watched that again is because what do you do? You become Canadian again? The only reason why I haven't watched that again. I said it perfectly normal. What are you going on about? They didn't. didn't. It's just because I I don't feel like watching that uh, freaking Aquafina make a fucking like 500 yard shot with the bow and arrow after picking it up for the first (laughs) time time in her fucking life. That's the most Marvel shit ever. That better be the backstory is that she's like, she has like untapped chi of like a sniper. Or something. Yo, for me, like, for, for like, for forget about what people have been saying about like She Hulk or whatever the fuck. That's the number one worst. No, it goes the great. Here's the two. I like She Hulk. The worst thing about Phase Four is the green screen and Black Widow. Yep. And then that bow and arrow shot. That bow and arrow shot was pretty bad. But yeah, um, we can uh, get into Thor: that. Love and Thunder. We can get into that next week. No, you're wrong. And Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> As a whole, no. Get the fuck out of here. No, no. Highly enjoyed that. I, w- I do. I do. I do agree with. Uh, I wish it had been edited better. So it would have looked like a better movie. What's What's the best? What's the best TV show in Phase Four? No, we'll talk about that next week, man. Oh yeah, well, WandaVision for sure. It's easy. I love WandaVision. I heard they're thinking about shooting a TV show with him called Vision Quest. Yeah, I heard that. That would be dope. Oh my god, that would be sick. All right, we'll talk about it next week. Next week, let's make it a long one. Yeah. Oh, are are, are we cutting things off right here? Yeah, we're gonna cut things off right here. Wait, let, let me uh, let me let me see if I I got anything else for you. Well, I mean, it's late, Matthew. What do you have for me? Have you heard about the the casting stuff for Wonder Man? Uh, yes. 
So it's a dude that played Morbius is playing Wonder Man in the new Matrix movies. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Yahya Abdul-Mateen the second. That dude. That dude um, is playing Wonder Man. I'm not very familiar with the character, so uh, you know, like he's he's one of them like OP types, overpowered. Uh, mm-hmm. West Coast Avengers. He got uh, he's got some history with Scarlet Witch. Um, he's got like a twin brother who goes by the Grim Reaper. That's a bad guy. Uh, that's all I got off the top of my head. So, some of the some of the other cast from uh the Wonder Man show, uh Bob Odenkirk. Oh. Evan Peters and Ben Kingsley. Evan Peters is returning as his role. Maybe. Uh Ben Kingsley? Yeah, so I guess we'll Gandhi. see. Gandhi. You know, that's Ben Casey played Gandhi. Yeah. A long but, time ago. I know. Oh, wait, but he plays Trevor. Yeah. Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I, Trevor. I, I, I thought he was just being cute, but you really didn't remember that. I love I I always forget he's part of because you know, it's Ben Kingsley and he's like, you know but that voice that he does, I'm the Mandarin. You know, that <laughs> whole thing. That's great. Um Yo, so the the only thing is, uh Trevor. There there <laughs> was a cut scene from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two with um that that had uh uh Nathan Fillion Fillion teaser as potentially being Simon Williams, aka Wonder Man. Uh so by me, you know, that happened years ago. A lot of things changed. So I guess yeah. that that that's probably a throwaway at this point. Yeah. And that was before he had gotten fired and then rehired probably. Who, Nathan Fillion? No, James Gunn, remember? He got fired from Disney. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. And then they were like, oh yeah, that was stupid. We shouldn't have done that. And he uh, went and made a movie with DC, and now he's running DC. An- another cool casting announcement: Aubrey Plaza uh, is going to be in Agatha, Coven of Chaos. I saw that. I saw that. Fucking love. It's going to be interesting to see her in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that show. I'm looking forward to that show too. I actually really like the actress that played Agatha. Um, and so I'm really interested to see what happens there. Oh yeah, she well she was fucking great in that role. Yeah. Um, All right, listen, man, I love you. Let's play catch up next week. I really do gotta go. Oh, you gotta go. I do. All, All right. right. Later, brother. Later, brother. Love you, man. Big man, cake man.